0: you're listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and Ryan Ostafi.
1: Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi.
0: The greatest showman, right? That's what that's from. Why did you say that? So weird. The greatest showman. You
1: said The Greatest Showman.
0: Showman? The yeah. Greatest Showman. That's what that's from?
1: Yeah. That movie, it's so funny because we just watched this movie recently like a month ago. And when it first came out, uh we didn't get into it and then all of my friends were like how have you what not do you mean seen that? We didn't
0: that? get into it. You never watched it.
1: Yeah, but it was yeah. it was everywhere and I remember a lot of my friends being like how have you not seen this movie? And I'm like, I don't know. And like now I just the soundtrack is bananas I got to be honest with you. You didn't like it. I loved it. Well,
0: actually, I I'll get into that in a second. I gotta be yeah. honest with you though. That Zac Zach Efron man. He's
1: so talented. My
0: God. Yeah. If I could be another man, it'd be, be a taller version of Zach Efron. Fair.
1: Hugh Jackman also is incredible. Like Wolverine got it going on. Yeah. He's done so many different types of movies and he can like sing and dance. He
0: can sing ish. Zach Efron, he's got the pack okay, the whole package. But
1: you have to understand that Hugh Jack- Hugh what? Jackman is like an older man and he still is like amazing. Like What you does his age
0: have anything to do with his well, vocal like- abilities? I know. <laughs> I know. My tongue just stopped working. <laughs> I don't know. There. My tongue I'm just stopped saying, working like
1: Zach Efron's this young, fit, like <laughs> Dude, and like Hugh Jackman is an older man who is like still super friggin' fit, and is keeping up with the best. Like it's hard to do, like for an older person to like be in a musical. Like <laughs> it's amazing. I don't. Is it? I think it is.
0: <laughs> is it? Sure. Okay. Anyway, well, it's, yeah, it's not.
1: It's uh, not. What's it called? A geriatric musical. It's high school musical.
0: So here's the thing. And I don't know. I don't know if you watch the movie, but are you supposed to not like Hugh Jackman throughout it?
1: No, you are. And they, they, they make you like him. And then you see his, like, decline. No,
0: they make me not like him the whole time. No. He was very selfish in that entire movie, except for the very beginning when he made that cool thing for no. his daughter.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, they hook you, and then you just realize he's trying to do anything he can't. Okay, we're just all it's over all the place. It's all about
0: him, I think. Anyway. The very end he comes around, but if I'm if I have to be honest with you... I didn't like the character at all. I thought he was a very selfish person. I thought he did things like he made all of these people feel great mm-hmm. about themselves. Mm-hmm. But he did it in a manipulative way so that he could get what he wanted.
1: Absolutely. But also he was a man desperate to help his family. So I think he's at the point he where he was, was like, I'll do anything. Desperate
0: to prove to his wife's father that mm. he could make it.
1: It's Hugh Jackman. So leave them alone.
0: Hugh, you did a great job. (laughs) Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I think you did a fantastic job. Anyways, this has nothing to do with our podcast. We're into it. So let's get into the I love you and you're annoying. Yeah. And then shall we go for it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Do
0: you have one? Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. There you go.
1: Okay. Um, Mine is about um, last weekend, I would say. Um, Can't be that important. uh, Well, no, we just haven't. I've already... Like I've already expressed my frustrations with this to your face, but I'm going to tell you anyways, I really was very annoyed about you being pissy that I couldn't go to the gym on Saturday. Oh, that was one of the most annoying things you've ever said to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So backstory, uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work out, um, at the gym because our daughter is in a class and I have an hour to go to the gym. Never before have I got a gym membership, like ever since we've been together, I've always worked out at home. And so now I'm going to the gym. And on Saturday uh, I had said, Hey, like, I think I'm going to go to the gym at three And Ryan's response was, no, you're not. <laughs> I said, keep in mind, we're, in, we're with our friends out for brunch. And he was like, no, you're not. And I said, pardon me. Well, you're going to go after four because football's on. I'm like, I'm sorry, did we just fucking jump back into 1952? Like, it was so not like you to be like that dismissive of what I want to do. And then you were like, must be nice to go whenever you want because I have to get up at 5.30 to go to the make blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I've literally never gone to the gym on the weekend. So
0: you can eat my- this, yeah, you know, this makes me sound terrible. <laughs> it was a
1: terrible <laughs> thing that you said. No,
0: granted, it was, uh, it didn't come out. <laughs> it didn't come out properly. And it, you uh, know, unfortunately this is a compounded issue yeah, that i have right. that like brought itself to its surface and i couldn't i couldn't remove it from my mouth mm-hmm. it, it was there's a part of me, and we talked about this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. There's a part of me that feels that my life, and this isn't a negative thing, but it is something that I've come to realize. My life is about responsibility. Everything that I do, I wake up in the morning, I'm responsible for something. Before I go to bed, I'm responsible for it. I don't really get a lot of breaks. And hold on. Welcome to being an adult. I, I get that. I get that. But your life and my life are not the same lives when it comes to responsibility your life involves you being out communicating with your friends communicating with like having a good time going to hotels yeah, but like you say you, that as if hold on. I, hold
1: on hold on you say this as if like i don't have i like for the most part i think it's safe to say that i take most responsibilities when it comes to the kids of course
0: maybe yeah, I, so I, like we, have, we have our roles and there's nothing wrong with our roles but what i'm getting at is when i want to take care of myself physically The only way and the only time that I get to do that, because it's not convenient for us during the day, for me at work, it's not convenient for me at night with the kids, it's not convenient for me at night at night with the podcast and with the socials and with our relationship, for me to take care of myself physically, I have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. For you to just frolic to the gym at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. For the m- first time in very 13 jealous. years.
1: In 13 years. Have I ever done it made that? It Maybe jealous.
0: That's it. I was jealous. And
1: then you were like, I'm like, I'm trying to work on myself and my own mental health and my own physical right. health. Which and is what I like, say, too. Holy but, shit, I, but I can't, can't
0: do that in the middle of the day.
1: OK, this was on a weekend and yeah. you wanted to get up. and this, do it. What you're forgetting is what you're forgetting to tell our lovely friends here is every Saturday and Sunday you say, hey, babe, I'm going to work out. And I say, awesome, in the morning. And I look. Hold on. And I look at the, I look after the kids and you're like, I'm going to work out. And then an hour and a half later, you finally mosey down to the basement and work out. And I'm like, and you bitch, because I'm like, can you hurry up? Because I want to like plan our day. And I'm Mm. like, yeah, you can go. You're going to go work out. It's nine o'clock. Please go do that. It's annoying. You
0: want to plan our day and then leave in the middle of it. It's annoying. Yeah. I get it. That's annoying. How I, how I reacted. Not good. No. Jealous. That's it. It just came from jealousy. It came from a place of jealousy. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me.
1: (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries
0: forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control Everywhere.
1: It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on, and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe.
0: Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't
1: forget, under boobs and vulvas.
0: Yes, this is true, plus butt cracks and feet.
1: Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours.
0: Baking soda-free, paraben-free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage and toasted coconut
1: and for new customers the lumi starter pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice and free shipping
0: don't miss out as our special offer you get five dollars off lumi starter packs with code tlc at LumiDeodorant.com.
1: that's right over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumi deodorant.com and use code tlc that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com control your body odor anywhere with lumi I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the
0: chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring.
1: Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein.
0: And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted and peanut butter so nostalgic
1: my favorite has to be frosted it's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving
0: wholesome ingredients no artificial flavors or dyes it's a game changer so if you're looking for a tasty breakfast quick snack or an easy meal magic spoons got you covered
1: Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order.
0: And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money. No questions asked.
1: Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5.
0: A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode here's my I love you and you're annoying this is part annoying and part not annoying but I'm going to go with the side of annoying when we have like date nights or whatever and we have like a drink or two um, I, for the most part I'm assuming that afterwards we're going to have sex Where are we going are you are you
1: about sis because i got so drunk on the way home that we didn't the problem
0: that i have with you lately (laughs) is you're not good at drinking more than one drink
1: yeah i am but my max is like three i can't have any more than three you're no you're gonna get tired
0: yeah Yeah. then you get really tired or you get really sick or you get the spins Mm. or let's just say that after two drinks if if i'm not careful I don't get sex. Okay. And so, like, I want to encourage you to have a good time and, you know, have a drink or two. But every time I see you go for that third drink, I think to myself, self, it's not going to happen tonight. That's also super inaccurate. Is it? Yeah,
1: it is. Like, that's not true at all. Usually you're, like, feeding me the wine because I am, like, for real down for that situation afterwards. The problem was, is that we had, I had, I had 100 percent too much to drink on saturday and then when we get in the car like it's game over and we've both talked about this that happens to you too
0: yeah because like, of the brain bleed
1: we, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the concussions no
1: but there's something about getting in the car goes, and goes then like just the movement of it makes me like passing delusional so i am um, I, yeah, so <laughs> listen
0: like I, I i i acknowledge the fact that it it's probably a good thing that you can't drink your face off and then just be cool with it that's probably yeah. a good thing yeah probably but on the other side, it doesn't lead to what I wanted it to lead to when I said let's have a date night.
1: Okay, so now you're saying that we have a date night and that has to be sex afterwards?
0: I'm not saying it has to be sex after, it just doesn't make like, sense. That's a of lot of it. pressure. It just makes doesn't make sense that it wouldn't lead to sex you afterwards. I get that, but
1: that's also a lot of pressure. Like, like let's not put, night. put it's
0: a it's a way for the for the two people to connect with each other.
1: Okay, and that's fair, but let's not put and at those the very like the end
0: it ends in sexual Pleasures.
1: That's a lot of pressure. We've talked to enough sex. I feel sex-
0: zero pressure.
1: We've talked to enough sex per- therapists.
0: Yes, we did. Yeah, we have.
1: <laughs> we've talked to enough sex therapists to know that, that to putting on that label and that, like, um, what's it called? That expectation at the end of the date isn't great. Especially because if something, like, say you it leads to something and, like, you're like, okay, like, we, we said that we're going to, like, I don't actually like that.
0: Well, we've also talked to enough sex ex- experts. Sex- oh <laughs> what the fuck wow no we've talked to enough sex we haven't talked to a speech therapist yeah we have not talked to a speech therapist lately uh we have talked to enough it's the enough that goes to the sex expert try to say the word enough sex expert oh you got it yeah it's hard uh even when i try to think about it's hard anyways we have not (laughs) talked we've talked to enough we have talked to enough experts of, yeah. in, in the category of sex, sex to know that you need to schedule yes. sex.
1: I totally agree. So
0: this is one of those things where it's like I've scheduled it.
1: No, in my not head. True. I also think that when they we've talked to enough experts in the sex good department, job, yeah. I was so close to yeah, watching that. So good that it's maybe not scheduling sex it's scheduling intimacy right and maybe that means like you do a little foreplay or like you're just being intimate with each other but that doesn't always mean the it's ending in intercourse like that's a huge right. huge that's thing cool. that they're saying cool.
0: but you know what never ends in intercourse you throwing up everywhere <laughs> i didn't
1: throw up you fed me french fries i had on to get Sunday. you french fries <laughs> on they were and, great
0: and broccoli
1: no cauliflower
0: same thing no, it's but not. white
1: no it's not it was deep fried cauliflower and it was amazing it was very
0: delicious but i had to feed you this to so that you didn't throw up everywhere anyway <laughs> northwind's blue Mountain. super good okay great cauliflower so let's talk about the weekend
1: let's we went up to Ryan's parents this weekend and uh, it was his dad's birthday yes, it ryan was. also love stayed up till 3 in the morning with his dad drinking super fun i love we that had for you a Here we go. This is this. This went back to a podcast where you keep thinking you sound like. Yeah, beautiful. (laughs) Okay. So much so that I had to come out of the bedroom at one in the morning to tell two grown ass men that they're being way too loud because he kept waking Riley up. My dad and I are best friends. I'm not saying you can't be best friends, but couldn't you have been best friends in the basement?
0: We enjoy each other's company in so much so that we have to raise our voices so that the other person knows that we're acknowledging our friendship.
1: It also doesn't help that your parents have that huge loft that the sound is just it's, it's insane. A, it's a, hard a, to be quiet. It's a
0: traveling circus in there.
1: So yeah, we were there. It was a lot of fun. Um, Can I
0: just say for the record, uh, I got screwed over on the weekend. You did. I got so screwed over on the weekend. Okay, if
1: you were about to bring up the, oh, wait, when I did. I'm driving, are you about to bring that up? Because you
0: know No, okay. I'm, I'm the sleeping. I'm talking about the sleeping. Oh, yeah. So, yes, my dad and I drank too much on se- on the And that Friday- was a
1: choice that you made. That was a
0: choice. That was a choice. And at quarter to three, our son woke up. Now, it was my responsibility to sleep with Cooper on Friday. Mm-hmm. Cooper woke up at quarter to three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was officially awake at five o'clock. Okay. And in between quarter to three and five o'clock, he was not really ever sleeping. Mm. That means that I went from drinking with my father to being a father to not sleeping. Terrible choice. So what do I say to you the next day?
1: You're sleeping. With I said, Cooper, Brittany, no you're world. sleeping
0: with Cooper the next day. And what so does that I, I little like, shit do?
1: Hold on. And I'm like w- drunk when we get home. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm going to have the same thing happen. But I was smart. I ate and I chugged two bottles of water before bed. And then.
0: Irrelevant to the story. <laughs> what does that little shit do he sleeps in until eight o'clock for the first time <laughs> in his bloody life and what happens to me <laughs> Riley? Was what happens to me rude. at five o'clock in the morning no it was six six o'clock in the morning yeah, yeah. what happens to me at six o'clock in the morning daddy daddy yes ma, look i can do a giraffe with my hands <laughs> oh my god riley <laughs>
1: Yes, but they You know
0: been, what I don't want to see right now, Riley? A giraffe, giraffe with your hands.
1: But your Riley's easier because you can be like, just go watch the phone, like go away. Cooper is like annoying. I was, up, I was awake at six. Tell you I would have just been like, go watch my phone, like go away. She's seven. <sighs> like she would
0: have been fine. I chose the wrong child both nights. Yeah, that was hard for you. Anyways,
1: um, okay. So we on Saturday night before I was wasty wasty, we went into the village um,
0: to meet. Can I just do this for a second? Yeah. Saturday night dance. <laughs> I like the way you move,
1: pretty naked, baby. baby. What did
0: you? What was that? Naked, because of the story
1: I'm about to tell. Oh yeah, yeah naked. Yeah. Na-
0: okay, good. So good segue. Thank you.
1: Thank you. A little
0: lean forward there on that segue.
1: Okay, so we went to go visit. Um our friends who had a chalet with a bunch of friends um which was amazing because uh our friends that we went to visit are awesome people and you just never know like friend groups and their friend group was also amazing just
0: because your friends are awesome yeah. doesn't mean that their friends right. are awesome they so awesome. whenever you go to see your friends who are hanging out with their friends that you don't know it's a crapshoot
1: it is you never really it know it could be
0: a good night or it could be like a, oh my god we gotta get on of here night
1: yeah so and honestly like when we went into it i told ryan I because we thought i thought we were going to meet them out and i was like i didn't know that they're with other people too but I was pleasantly surprised. So
0: great people, <laughs>
1: great people, and it's funny because I took a couple Shout out
0: to of, Mike, who's got an yes. a, a, the, uh, he's got an unbelievable voice, yeah,
1: and an amazing talent for uh, the playing guitar. The guitar. He. Um, I posted some Insta stories and I had like at least a dozen people recognize them and be like, Hey, is that Mike and Laura? How could
0: you not recognize him? He's I'm got like, this, oh, he's yeah. got the, the no, but it's funny. voice it's of just, an angel. It's
1: a small world. So we're in this chalet. Okay. And all of a sudden someone's like, Oh my God. So they go to the window because, um, to the wall. John was on the, on the balcony and there's a dude across on the other way. So it's like a bunch of chalets, like little apartments, but whatever. Um, and then in the middle is like a pool, blah, blah, blah. And we look into this dude's room and he is full full buck naked like walking around he's with naked the naked strong- guy from,
0: he's naked guy from friends
1: oh my god it was friends we all I, well i i embarrassingly ran to the window john
0: said hey like look psycho. there's a naked guy and Brittany, <laughs> i
1: like tripped jumped. over myself <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> never in my life have i have you jumped for me hey ryan's honestly, naked
1: honestly in the <laughs> you middle it. in the middle of my running i was like i don't know why i ran so fast. Like, I was so embarrassed. And he was fully naked, like, schlong out, just like going back and forth in the room. I thought it was so funny, but he knew what he was doing. Like, he was fully exposed to the there complete other side. People
0: head. staring at him. Of course, yeah. he knew what he was doing. It
1: was like super funny. And then he went to the other room and like he bent down. and I thought, I swear to God, I thought that he was like going to receive some Netherland, um fun times, but he just gave the girl a kiss. And I was it like, like wah, wah, wah.
0: Based off of what you guys shared with me, because I didn't get to see Naked yeah. Guy.
1: You could, you could barely see his peen, it, but you knew it was there.
0: It's so I'm going to say something really funny okay. in a second. It's not funny. I just think it's <laughs> okay. I think I've come to realize certain things about you. Um, so I never saw what naked guy, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like he had just finished the fornication with this naked woman. Right. Maybe that's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Cause they were both naked and then everyone says he was putting back his clothes on. Well, it's, yeah, he put
1: his boxers on. So maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I think is funny about you when mm. it comes to naked guys and schlongs. Okay. I find that if a naked guy with a schlong has one of those, you know, excessively long schlongs, that you'll always say, eh, I couldn't see it very much. No, you know, and you couldn't see it at all. It was way too far. Guarantee you, it was huge.
1: I'm telling you right now, I will pull everybody on that balcony. I will get all of their information and they're going to tell you they didn't see his penis. It was way too far. You just knew that the, he was naked.
0: You could not see anything. It was way too far. I guarantee you he was hung like a horse. Maybe, but yeah. no one saw so you remember that one time that that naked guy slipped Listen, into your dms
1: first of all if if he was yeah that guy had a huge penis yeah but
0: you what did i say when i asked you, when you said hey Brian, i gotta tell you this embarrassing thing this just happened to me and you because, told me i said i said whoa i don't know tra-
1: i was traumatized i His, was on an instagram he, live and somebody a- came in and joined my live and whipped helicopter 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 like it was insane
0: i get it but you, you your, respo- your response to me was, I don't know. I don't know. Because... You couldn't not know. The guy had a forearm for okay. a hammer.
1: First of all, I said afterwards, yeah, he had a big penis. Yeah, it was but huge. I wasn't noting the you, side weirdo. of his penis. I was like traumatized. Okay. Anyway, it was a really funny story. Naked guy. Naked guy.
0: I'm going to tell you a not funny story about The weekend. Okay. You already know this. <laughs> okay. It's not funny.
1: It's not funny, but I'm it's like... I'm going to share
0: it with you because...
1: It's it's I'm gonna, this
0: is like a this is like a pay a attention people fortunate it's unfortunate a pay attention people moment so a good friend of mine Josh Hammer he is notorious for saying the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time and yes. putting his foot in his mouth and then feeling terrible all about the it. time because he's like one of the nicest human beings in the world but always says the most inappropriate things to the wrong person right at the wrong time innocently that was me yeah you totally pulled a hammer so huh? there you go so we're at Tim Hortons on the en route coming home. And a huge lineup. You went to Starbucks. I went to Tim Hortons. I think I'm going to get in there and get in all there you way faster so than you, right? I was waiting for forever, mm-hmm. forever. But I was not the kind of guy that was like pissed off about it. I was like, "This is inconvenient. This is not fast uh, then coffee you noticed delivery." No, so noticed. so then I recognized that the two people that were working at the teller, like the two people that were taking your order, were also doing all of the work, getting everyone their mm-hmm. coffee, their ten bits, and all that stuff. So it's like, "I'll take your order, and then I'll and then do, I'll make your, it. and then I'll make it Fulfill it. Right. So this was a heavily, um, uh, this was heavily focused on the drive-through, right? All of the staff was on the drive through, and the two people at the front were clearly just doing all of the work. So I approach in a fun go, happy, happy go lucky kind of manner to try to like break the ice because everyone recognizes that we took forever and these two are working their asses off. And I kindly say to the woman who's taking my order, Wow, it sure looks like you could use an extra hand in here. Now, unbeknownst to me, this woman was missing an arm. She just you. This is, I've never felt worse in my entire Honestly,
1: life. Honestly, I thought that you were going to just crawl out of the en route. Like, you I, were like, I, I can I, never I f- return I here. I felt
0: like I ruined her life. You
1: did. It was, I mean, obviously you didn't mean to, but it was like the most unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances. uh, Your face was like, we need to, we can never return. Like, Uh, it's like, you can absolutely never go back there.
0: I I don't know if I've ever felt that bad in my life. I saw the security
1: guard putting up the, if you see this man, don't let him in on their way out. (laughs) That's not true.
0: And I just, I just wanted to. (laughs) I just want to say I've never felt worse in my life, yeah. and and if that person happens to be listening to this podcast, or you know the person who lives who works there, the on ramp on the on yeah. to, on uh, Highway four hundred one. Yes, my apologies. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I'm I'm terribly sorry.
1: It was not intentional.
0: Uh, but no, I get it. One of the worst. Okay, so I could see how someone would find that funny. In. The grand scheme of things. Yes. But I felt terrible.
1: Um, before we get into, we've got a couple, are you the asshole Christmas editions that we have um, researched before here. We're going to get into those, but I want to tell the story about your mom and the candy cane. I was my hiding mom's the best. in the fridge, laughing my ass off. So on the weekend, Cooper was being a little asshole and he couldn't. Let me, let
0: me preface this by saying that my mom is the type of person, and we've probably said this on the podcast before. My mom is the type of person that will never let you win. In anything you do.
1: Yeah. Like she wants she'll to race. She'll try to beat you. She will beat you. She won't And
0: she'll say, because you'll know if you ever beat grandma or yeah. in my case, mom, if you ever beat me, you'll you know. actually beat me. Right. My mom is...
1: Yeah, like she will rock, play rock, paper, scissors with a two-year-old, fucking crushes she them. Won't, she, she won't. She
0: won't let them play. win. <laughs> so she doesn't play. mess
1: around. Okay, so on the weekend, um, Cooper had, was like obsessed with candy canes, and he had so many, and Grandma was like, no. I was like, no, you cannot have any more until you have dinner. And so then Cooper was like, eh, so he goes and takes another one, because he's not really great at this listening thing right now. So Grandma takes the candy cane from him, and he's like, no, like let me show you something. Let me show you something. <laughs> She takes a candy cane and she breaks it into three different spots. Multiple and she's like places. She's like, see, see, all you have to do is twist it like this, twist it open. And Ryan and I are like watching this. Like, what I'm the thinking. Fuck? Like, I'm Mom, thinking, we just told him not. You can't I'm, have yeah, any.
0: I'm thinking she's showing him how to break it into pieces so he doesn't so you, choke on it.
1: Right. And like, maybe you can have one now, like one later, whatever. I thought so she'd be in like, like
0: little cute. Grandma. she
1: Because she was explaining. She was like, and then see how Grandma's just twisting? Like, the, it was like a full narration, like, while this was happening. Right. Then she's like, and then you come over here and she opens up her garbage place and she fucking throws the thing in the garbage and she's like, and now it's in the garbage. And Cooper was like, what? She shuts the garbage. She's like, that's it. You don't get
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> she threw the fucking candy cane out in like, front of him.
1: Like, Cooper was looking at her like, wait. Wait, what? She like,
0: walked him through an instructional video on how to throw out a candy cane when you're not listening.
1: Honestly, like I felt, I felt bad because Cooper was so sad. But at the same time, I was like, "Yes, Th- like it was you so funny." I was you hid it. in the fridge. Okay, listen. I internally felt bad because I saw like the disappointment on in the, the the utter like, what the hell, Gra- like Grandma, why would you do that to me on his face? But at the same time, I was hiding in the refrigerator because I was laughing and I didn't want Cooper to see me laugh. Like I didn't want him to know that. Like I think that was the greatest thing ever. Like savage, oh my God.
0: savage mood, mom. Oh. Savage move, move. Mom. I said. yeah i said mood mod what (laughs) savage move mom so good but brilliant epic okay
1: so the am i the assholes if you aren't familiar with this essentially people write into the reddit forums and they explain a situation and they say am i the asshole and people comment so i've got two am i the asshole stories christmas edition okay the first one i'm gonna maybe preface our um look at how long this is like it's so long so (laughs) okay it's so bad. This one to me, I don't even know if it's real because it's like, it's so bad. Okay. So I'm reading this out loud. So I 30 year old male have a wife, 29, two children with her and a best friend, Jane, fake name. And Okay. My wife and I were—I have been together for seven years, and I and Jane were best friends for 13 years. Back in November, my wife and daughter went to my wife's parents for Thanksgiving. My wife asked me if I wanted to come with her, but I declined since I find my in-laws annoying and uninteresting. <laughs> like,
0: what the fuck? So far, you are an asshole. I
1: know. Wait. Since I was feeling lonely that evening, I asked Jane if she wanted to have Thanksgiving with me. She accepted. I and Jane made some food, had some wine, played some dominoes together. All in all, it was the lovely evening. The Christmas this Christmas, I was also thinking of having it with her. She had a rough year and maybe this could cheer her up. And we both loved it. The last time we tried something similar yesterday, I told my wife about my plans for tomorrow. Of course she was absolutely livid, cried and had been giving me the silent treat me all day. Treat me. (laughs) Now I admit it probably sucks for my wife, but she and my daughters can just go to my in-laws for Christmas and have fun. Jane was there to begin with. Jane was there for me when I was lonely back in November. I want to repay the favor and have this night with her. Am I the asshole? Are you? Da- okay. First of all, I just need to tell you the first comment on this thread. I was like crying. Someone writes, and boy, that is a lot of words for I'm having an affair.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, eh?
1: I was like, oh my God, that's so true. I
0: was waiting for him to say, and then she accidentally sucked my yeah, penis.
1: Like that can't be real. But these are real. Like this dude thought like okay jane had a hard year someone was like maybe your wife had a hard fucking year with the kids like what are you doing what a psycho
0: that he is 100% the asshole and he now here's the thing i i have um it previously in my life had female friends right <laughs> not anymore. i don't have any more friends that's not true no my female friends for the most part are your friends that's untrue that's not not untrue anyways so i in my, in my life, I've had many of friends that were females and sometimes they were lonely and sometimes they were whatever. And I would 100% hang out with them and think nothing of it because I thought nothing of it that you might have thought something of it or a previous ex-girlfriend might have thought something of it and be, been upset. And I totally, I get his perspective in that sense. What I don't get is... All of that really, because that's that's next level. Yeah, that is an emotional relationship. That is a is a is a connection. The fact that he is one hundred percent okay with not going to his in laws so that he could ha- so he can hang out with this girl, that is an affair.
1: Oh my god, it's like it's one hundred percent
0: an affair. So whether they've had sex or not, that is an affair. They're they're he having says, an affair. So
1: he makes an edit, right? Because people can add edits like after an update, like. Um so he's like, Edit, well today I listened to your guys' advice. Having Christmas with Jane would only be losing too much and not gaining. So I apologized to my wife and invited Jane to have Christmas with, with Christmas with my wife, daughters, and me. All in all, I would say the day was pretty good overall. I um my wife and I had extra had an extra hand help helping cook and cooking Christmas dinner. There was a lot of passive aggressive stuff.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think he didn't learn his oh, lesson. My God. This because had he learned his lesson, he would not have invited her over to with. oh my with. God,
1: I can't like this guy you you have got some issues here, okay, you this have
0: one? I have one, okay. and I, and I'm so that seemed like a slam dunk, he's an asshole,
1: but honestly, I find some of them that are but my next one is iffy, like I don't know those are this those one's are good. This, this one's iffy, okay, I like those so discussion um.
0: I took a screenshot of this and there's a part of the top that I didn't have because I didn't think I needed to go through all of it. But long story short, this girl's wanting to know if she's an asshole for what she's about to do. Okay. So her family, who is estranged to her, they hadn't talked to her in years and years and years. She recently had a baby and her family wanted to rekindle the relationship. Nice. Right. So that's where the story starts. Okay. Here's where it History. goes. The story starts. So they live five hours away from her and they asked to visit uh, the family on Christmas Eve. She said that they were in the middle of a pandemic and that they can't come over because, you know, they have a little brand new baby. Right. So instead of listening to her, now keep in mind, they live five hours away. They showed up with zero notice. Her mom, her dad, her sister, her brother-in-law, her brother, her sister-in-law and their kids, literally nine people. Their plan was to stay over and have the baby spend Christmas with their cousins to make memories. During COVID? Yes. They live in a three-bedroom home. Obviously, this is what she said. Obviously, fuck no man for many reasons. (laughs) Number one, they got there at 1 a.m. Oh, my God. They arrived at 1 a.m. She And so she immediately was like, leave. They said, it's snowing outside, it's night, It's the night visibility is shit, where are we going to go? And I said, I don't care, leave. There was this whole fight between her and her husband, the baby woke up, the baby was crying. Her
1: husband and her were fighting?
0: There's a whole debacle that, that occurred between them. Okay. Right? Just let me, let sorry, me, sorry, let me sorry, just sorry, tell sorry, the story.
1: Sorry,
0: sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, it's about Christmas Eve. Uh, It's it's already Christmas. So the baby didn't go back to bed. The baby was crying all night long. Uh, She told the baby to leave. Like they told her whole family to leave, right? Leave, baby. Leave,
1: baby. (laughs) Baby, this is not for you.
0: Anyways, so here's the situation. She told the entire family at 1 a.m., get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Go, and the family lives five hours away. Right. It's 1 a.m. There's no place for the family to go. No hotels, no nothing. She makes them leave. Okay. She wants to know if she's the asshole because she feels bad. She's like, I well, I will, I feel guilty now because realistically speaking, there was no place for them to go on Christmas. There's no hotels. There's no nothing. And they had children. She said, I don't feel bad about my parents. I don't feel bad about my brother. I don't feel bad about my sister. I feel bad about the kids. I sent them away. She did. She sent them away. They did not come back. Is oh. she the asshole for sending her family away after telling her family not to come? They came at 1 a.m., woke their baby up, woke the family up and screwed her entire Christmas over. I think over. that
1: the assholes here are her family because the, there's a shadow on your face. I feel like they she set up a boundary. She's estranged. So she said, no, this is not happening. This isn't like a maybe. She said, no, they didn't listen to her boundary that she had set and then showed up anyways in the hopes of maybe her changing her mind. That is on them. Like you put your kids through this. That sucks. Could she have, should she have maybe just said, come in. I do not want to speak to you. You need, you can stay here and leave in the morning immediately. Um, it's hard to say because we don't know why they're estranged, right? Like what, what did her family do to her in the past that she has put up these solid boundaries, right? Like maybe she didn't feel safe. Maybe she was like, no, my child is here. And then she has every right to tell him to beat it.
0: Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the estranged situation is because they had, if you had read earlier, they were already talking. This wasn't the first time that she'd seen her family. Oh. But her family thought it would be great to have a memory with the newborn. Knew,
1: but she said no. But she said no. Yeah.
0: She I, said no. I and don't he think showed up an anyways after driving five hours. My whole thought was whoever, like, the parents are the assholes. hundred percent. The sister's an asshole. The brother's an asshole. But where the question comes into play is should she have kicked them out of the house? When they had no place to go and a five-hour drive to go back Honestly,
1: home. Honestly, because of the kids, I would feel obligated to let them in. Because of the kids. Like, they don't know any better.
0: Yeah, let's be clear. Her family's an asshole. Yeah. But the kids are she kids. could have chose something differently. I think she should have allowed them to stay and hated them for the rest of her life.
1: <laughs> okay, let's put it this way. If the family was coming with no kids, I would be like straight up, leave. I hope you sleep in the ditch, leave. like leave because of the kids. I think that for safety reasons, I would have let them in. I would have got over my distaste for them, my soup, like annoyance because they woke up my baby for sure.
0: Yeah. That's a tough one. There's, there's a two layered system yeah. here.
1: Okay. Family's that's definitely
0: a, assholes. That's a hard one. She probably should have. She, she should have just bit it and moved. For the kids' it. sake. For the kids. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a hard one, too, because I see both sides and I would be, like, frustrated. Okay. <laughs> this is a long one, too, so I have to kind of, like, reel it in. Okay. This started maybe about 10 years ago when I was 23. I was, um, when I was a teenager. She's 23 now. Sorry. The first two years, my parents, um, put on a Christmas story once in the evening, um, my stepdad, sorry, was her stepdad said it was his favorite movie and we had to watch it on Christmas, um, uh, to be in the holiday spirit. I didn't mind. I'm not a fan of the movie, but it's fine. It's two hours of, my life that, um, like I can injure. No nobody do. But the next year, my parents discovered that the same movie plays 24 hours all Christmas day. So from the moment we woke up to the moment we went to bed, a Christmas story was playing in the background for the entire day.
0: Great movie. Original one with Alistair. Alistair, I thought this was
1: maybe some kind of gag and a joke and went along with it. Fine. But then the next year on Christmas Eve, they mentioned being excited to watch the Christmas story marathon again. I asked if they were joking and said if we could not do that because I didn't really like the movie, got some sensory overload and would prefer to have some quiet time while we unwrapped gifts, ate, et cetera, and we could just be together. They insisted that it was a family tradition and now I needed to just deal with it. This has now happened every single year since. It's on every waking moment of the day. Is this the
0: Christmas story or Christmas Carol? Christmas story. Oh, you're going to shoot your eye out. Yeah. Okay. Classic.
1: Hold on. As a teen, I walked... I walked out of the Christmas sometimes and and honestly threw a fit over it. As an adult, I've tried negotiating them to stop watching it, have turned it off when they left the house and gotten an earful for that. When they're not home, I'll turn it off and they get home and it's not on and they're pissed. Um, Or I've suggested another movie or just asked to only watch it once or twice, all to no avail. I feel like I'm going crazy every Christmas. If I hear this kid say he can't move his arms one more time, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) I'm headed up with my partner for the day after quarantine and testing and got a message from my parents telling me not to ruin their day by asking them to watch them by not watching the movie. Would I be the asshole if I told them that this year is my last year doing Christmas day with them as long as they keep the movie on all day?
0: So two things. Number one, I think the parents need to grow the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, let's be honest. If you are doing something that you know annoys someone in your family. it's your daughter. She's not saying don't watch it. She's saying don't watch it all day long. Right? Like, she flat out said, you can watch it once. Go ahead. Or twice. Or twice. Three times a lady. The parents need to grow the fuck up. Yeah, I agree. 100% the parents are being as childish as it can possibly get. Super immature. Like, that's Cooper. Mm -hmm. And he's three. Yeah. (laughs) Are you an asshole for saying this is the last time? Uh, Here's my advice. Ultimatums never work. Yeah. Ultimatums are probably the last thing you ever want to provide to anybody. It never works. So- not necessarily an asshole, but uh, not a smart move. If,
1: if my daughter was like, mom, listen, like this is giving me like, full anxiety, do you think I'd be like, bitch, suck it up? Like It's on all day. Like That's not the memories you're building.
0: <laughs> they need to grow up. The parents need to grow up. Yeah. I, I think her approach, ultimatum-wise, is a right. is a terrible choice, so don't do that. But no, you are not the asshole. Your parents need to grow up. Mm-hmm. You Will Shoot Your Eye on is a great movie, but so is so many other movies. Yeah.
1: Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, okay, I think we're done. Alright, see you
0: later. Bye. Uh,
1: I think you have to come up with something else.